FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by psychologist Leisha McGrath. Hello. Hello, good evening. Thank you very much for chatting to us. So I suppose we're all very used to receiving feedback in everyday life, whether it's work or personal. But what is usually meant or the aim of feedback in general? I suppose feedback is usually at its heart people trying to explain another point of view, point out maybe if somebody has a blind spot or give feedback about, you know, a particular work project or interview or, um, you know, some sort of interaction that you've been involved with them in. Um, and it can be, it, I suppose, in its origin, it's meant to be a positive thing, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes it can be misused. Um, and, and people don't always have the necessary skill, I think, to, to give feedback, but also maybe somebody isn't in the right frame of mind to receive it. And that can really impact how it goes down. And I suppose we're more used to getting feedback in potentially like a work situation, whereas when you get feedback from somebody at home or a personal person, you might necessarily see it as feedback. Yeah, unless people name it. It is a really nice skill to say, can I give you some feedback around that? Or Mm. can I tell you, you know, when that happens, what happens for me? Or to ask permission is a really, really important thing to do, particularly at home. You're right, in in, in work, it tends to be a more structured, you're sitting down, somebody might have a piece of paper or a project Mm -hmm. map or something in front of you that you're, you know, that you're discussing and getting feedback on. Um, but it's it's kind of less it's it's, it's less in, it's less formal and more informal when you're in a personal setting. So I think setting the stage and asking that permission is even more important. And obviously, it very much depends on how it is delivered to you. But why do we tend to take feedback as a criticism? Yeah, I mean, I think we have as humans. The psychology says that we have a leaning towards the negative, unfortunately, <laughs> and um, we can personalize it or over personalize it particularly if you're not expecting it or you're you know you're not feeling in the holier health that day and somebody comes in and isn't delivering it in a good way it can be really hard to take um it's hard not to experience it as a rejection or a criticism even if it's well intended or you know once we've kind of gotten over the initial shock of 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 the message that you know we might actually be able to use it constructively but in the moment it can be it can be hard not to go down that negative route What's a good way to accept feedback? Um, I think with a little bit of distance, with a little bit of kind of um, discompassionate lens, it can be useful because if if, if we personalize it too much, even though, you know, and that may sound counterintuitive because because it is about us or, or something we've done. But if we personalize it too much, we can kind of get mithered in our own um, maybe saboteur or beating ourselves up about something and maybe not actually hear the real pros and cons of what's gone on. And, you know, if, if feedback is supposed to have as its purpose uh, a drive to help us improve, we can, we can become mithered in how we feel about the feedback rather in, in how we can use it to move forward. So I think if you're going to be somebody who's receiving feedback, um, I think it's important, you know, uh, that that both, I suppose, the person who's giving and receiving, that they agree the time of it, that they agree pers- the person is ready to receive it, that the person giving the feedback has a little bit of skill is very important. That's another aspect of it. But, you know, that we can kind of take it at a little bit arm's length, uh, try and look at it a little bit dis- dispassionately and and look at okay do i do i believe that mm-hmm. do, do i accept that because that's the other thing we don't have to accept it but if you do accept it how can we use it to move forward um and that's really important because as i was saying at the beginning that's kind of at the core the heart of the purpose of feedback is to help us improve yeah to use it for your advantage yeah yeah we all have blind spots 
Yeah. Nobody's perfect at, at anything and we all have to learn about things. So, you know, that's the, that's the real purpose of feedback. And there used to be this whole kind of movement in the, you know, the psychology literature around radical transparency and really everybody being very open and, you know, accepting and, you know, gung-ho about moving forward. But in reality, that's not really how it lands. And like I was saying, the readiness to accept feedback and the skill of giving and receiving feedback, those are skills that are often over, overlooked. Um, but if we can take it in the spirit in which it's intended and hopefully it's intended in a positive mm-hmm. spirit, it can be for it can be for our greater good for sure. And projection can seep into this area as well. What does proje- projection mean? So projection is when somebody feels an emotion in themselves about themselves that they're not actually able to process. And what they do is they're so kind of almost on an unconscious level, but they're so almost consumed with it that they project it onto somebody else. So you might be going around minding your own business and all of a sudden you're given this feedback that has nothing actually to do with you. It's that person's unconscious attempt to deal with that emotion, that uncomfortable feeling, the thing that maybe don't like them about themselves at arm's length. It can often be associated with kind of more narcissistic um, tendencies. And it's not always a really pre- pleasant thing to be on the receiving end of. So I often say to my clients, um, it's never the thing. It's always our reaction to the thing. And when somebody really riles you or you're really annoyed about something or something really, really gets to you, it's worth asking yourself, what is it about that situation or that person that's really bothering me? And holding up a mirror to yourself, because oftentimes, when it's that kind of passionate a response, it can be that projection piece. It can be that it's something in them that actually you don't like in yourself that you just haven't dealt with yet. I experienced that quite a lot when I worked in retail because you'd be there minding your own business, trying to help somebody and they could be quite um, irate with you for no reason at all. And you kind of had to realise that that's most likely them having a bad day rather than something you have done. And I'm assuming that's a similar... Yeah, they may not be, it may not be the personalization, the projection, but it's certainly that capacity to not take on other people's energy, yeah. other people's bad mood, other people's, you know, but also to have that sense of, listen, it doesn't speak to me like that, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. because I think it's important. I often say that people treat you the way you let them treat you. Mm. And that could be hard to hear, but it's true. And we do have the right to speak up and say, I-, I don't like that tone of voice. Or, you know, one of the things that I often say in an organizational setting, particularly um, where there, there can be hierarchies at play and, you know, power plays like that is, is if somebody is speaking badly to somebody, I-, I would encourage my clients to say some version of the following. I can see that you're upset, frustrated, angry, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate your opinion but nobody speaks to me in that way. When you're feeling calm, you know, whatever your word is, insert your word, I'd be delighted to have a constructive conversation with you. But at the moment, this conversation is done. And what that really does is it says to people, okay, this is an adult that I'm speaking to who's not going to accept being bored out of it. And, uh, and actually it puts the onus on the person who's annoyed or whatever is happening to manage their frustration or, you know, again, the anger, whatever emotion they're feeling and to come back and deal with it in a constructive way. So I think there's two sides to it. Um, And I think it's really important that we, in a very gentle but assertive way, stand up for ourselves and don't receive, you know, just don't take it on. 
the stuff that we don't want because it's not okay for people to be rude in in a shop setting or really in any setting again it's never the thing it's always that person's issue but it's hard not to take it on and personalize it absolutely if you happen to be on the other side actually and you're giving feedback what's Mm. a good way to approach that so like I was saying, you know, understanding what am I really trying to achieve here through this process of giving feedback? And if that's in a work setting, it might be that you're trying to give uh, feedback on a particular project or a plan or a interview or whatever it is. So setting up that conversation, letting the other person know that this is going to take place. Are they ready to receive it? Is there anything that they, you know, that they mm-hmm. would like you to know? It's, 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 it's the done thing to kind of start with positive. Uh, and then to lead into maybe some of the more constructive things. And if you're if you're taking this conversation at home or in another personal setting, it's 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 saying, it's asking for that permission again. It's setting things up in a similar way. I just would really like to talk to you about what happens for me when you behave in that way. Or can I can I give you a bit of feedback on that? It's kind of hard for people to say no. <laughs> I don't want your feedback. But you know, it's it's not blaming somebody else for. For how you feel but it's explaining you know when you shout like that or when you get annoyed or fly off the handle I feel sad scared insecure you know whatever and it would be really helpful for me if you could manage you know those outbursts or that whatever it is um, and, and and come and talk to me when you feel calmer and and that's really delineating the behavior the person the reaction and it gives that kind of um distance that I was talking about at the beginning to allow people to to not get emotionally hijacked and fly off the handle in response and actually take the thing constructively and move forward. Yeah, it's those boundaries that we're always being told about recently. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's you know, we don't all need to merge into one no. being and one experience and we don't have to accept everything that's said to us or thrown at us. We really can stand up for ourselves, take account of ourselves, take responsibility for ourselves. And when we do, we all feel so much happier and our relationships, you know, and our work uh, is so much better. How can people find out more about what you do? Uh, so my website is leishamagrata.com, L-E-I-S-H-A, uh, and I'm on LinkedIn uh, under that. And I also have a fairly active Instagram account where I give, give free uh, qualified psychological advice. And that account is called at start with three minutes, which is the number three. Excellent. Leisha McGrath, thank you so much for chatting to us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.